All right, welcome to another episode of the Streaking Line podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce, and once again, I've got Caroline with me. Hello, Caroline. Hey, it's game week. Hi, game week, and we've got Zach back again, too. Hello, Zach. How's it going, guys? Excellent. We're excited for the Who's and their season opener, but this is our season preview episode, so we're going to talk about all the games coming up this season, Uh, but the first one is William & Mary. If y'all are ready, I think we should just dive right into it. Let's let's run it out. We're going to go through game by game. We're going to give some thoughts. We're going to give some predictions. Uh, You at home are going to write all these down dutifully and and then remind us of who was right and who was wrong. Um, Because other than that, there will be no paper trail. And uh, so (laughs) hold us accountable for sure. (laughs) So let's get it started. Caroline, uh, the who's the who's they're playing real football a real football season they had real summer practice they host william and mary coach london coming back to town matt john's coming back to town razai dowling's on that staff i think coming back to Keenan town. carter is on yeah. that staff it's a like, bunch like of former who's here yeah. and uh what are we what are we thinking any anything to fear a repeat of a a certain william and mary upset from Back when Zach was two years old, or I was gonna say I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it happened. <laughs> eh, just it, kidding. We don't have an eight-year-old on the podcast. <laughs> um, so I don't I, long ago. The only the only reservations that I eventually have is just that exactly like it, it's no Virginia's gonna win and they should win going away. They should all win right. by a lot of points. Um, the only thing that I think all Virginia fans, well, I don't know if all there's still always just like in the back of my mind where I'm like, things could go horribly wrong. And there's literally no reason to think like that's the case here. Um, it, I'm just so excited to get to see, see a game like with, in fan, with fans, we won't, won't be there, which is oh, devastating. I'm going to yell at the person whose wedding I'm going to and tell them they're the worst, but actually, oh, knows this. but, um, Football season weddings. but I will be at a wedding. I'll be watching at the table. Mm. Yeah. It, to be to be fair to this person, they to had to reschedule from April uh, <laughs> April 2020 to April 2021 next because they did not want to have a September wedding. So, um, but yeah, so I think this is easy. Virginia probably by 35. All right, Zach. What anything about the uh, the tribe that the folks should look out for or be concerned about? I mean, they got a they got a QB with a some uh, returning experience but they haven't played a whole lot of football recently so uh, how are you feeling i'm feeling pretty pretty confident i mean yeah. it's nice to to kick off the season with a game that they should win handily um it's nice to be back at scott stadium um and you know i'm in the same boat as caroline if, if this isn't you know comfortable then <laughs> we might have to be a little bit <laughs> worried moving forward i think so um, but uh you know, I, I think I think we should be all, all all of us should be comfortable picking the Who's in this one. Sounds good. I'll go with big win for the Who's as well, and we can move along to an interesting matchup in the second game. It's also at home. It is an 11 a.m. game uh, against a Big Ten team, uh, the Fighting Illini, who I don't know. Maybe we've played them more recently, but I remember them from uh, a bowl game. Uh, many, many years ago. I believe Thomas Jones was the running back uh, for that Virginia team that played Illinois, unless I'm making things up. 
No, uh, last game was nineteen eighty nine. There you go. And uh, you know, I can go ahead and, and start things um, with a prediction. Virginia tends to uh, not do always well in these games against Power Five uh, teams. It's sort of odd to to remember, like even games that they won against Power Five visiting teams and in Penn State. I wouldn't say that's a game that any of us remember Virginia doing well. <laughs> so you know, it, it scares me a little bit. <laughs> Only just their my, kicker doing badly. Right, exactly. It just sort of scares me in that cynical fan that that I am. But um, on paper, there's no reason to think that the UVA shouldn't be able to handle this. Illinois isn't awful. Um, they uh, played last week, so you know that's a little bit of an advantage to to Illinois to to have some game experience under their belt. They beat Nebraska, um, which I don't know that Vegas expected. I forget what the line was, but I think everybody who knows football should have expected that. <laughs> so they, they didn't look bad, but they didn't look bad against a bad Nebraska team. So um, they've got a new coach with Brett Bielema coming back to, to college football. Um, no, wait, no, they, yeah, 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 they did. Um, they went two and six last year uh, in that abbreviated season. So it is uh, an interesting team as all of these are going to be. It's an interesting team to try and guess how they're going to be. I'm going to go with the home team, you know, early in the morning. Uh, I think it's a, a, a strange matchup, a strange name to be on our schedule, but Illinois is not very good. I don't know who they play tomorrow. I should have looked that up before I started talking about it. So maybe one of you guys can, but I'll go Virginia and I'll go comfortable lead too. So uh, let's, let's go reverse order. Zach, how are you feeling? Feeling good about this. Yeah. I mean, I'm also picking the who's, Um, you know, I think that they do have, they have an experienced quarterback, um, Brandon Peters, I believe. Um, who's been around for yeah, a long time. Like, oh, he did? Okay, well, then I'm, like, catching up. Yeah, so, so, no, you're, you're right, because you're, you're right, though, about Brandon Peters, but, it, look, I don't expect other degenerates like me to watch that horrible game last week, but I did. <laughs> um, he, their, their line did nothing to protect him. Um, yeah, no, And he yeah. got destroyed. So then they brought in that Arthur Sipkowski. Right, 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 right. Um, the Rutgers transfer. So, anyway, sorry, yes. go ahead. But, yeah, he was – well, he was doing fine, but – yeah well i mean the, the nice thing i mean they also lost a lot um in the receiving core i believe um you know and so at least you know maybe the secondary won't face a massive test in that sense mm-hmm. um especially without peters potentially there to um pick things apart just as a veteran so i mean I, you know the peters injury obviously i was not aware of but now i am i'm even more confident in picking <laughs> the who's um and yeah the 11 a.m thing is odd but um should only benefit us when they play utsa this weekend does illinois uh the i believe the roadrunners uh (laughs) so we'll see how see how they fare there but all right so darns you gonna make it a a three-peat i am gonna make it a three yeah i i just don't yeah, the one big, the biggest benefit for Illinois is that they get basically, I, I shouldn't call Nebraska necessarily a tune-up game, but they get two tune-up <laughs> it's games. It's sad that that's where, down. yeah, that's where yeah. they are. Yeah. And early on, like it didn't, it, it was a very, very wonderfully picked 
week zero big 10 disaster shows is like the mm. nicest way I can put that game. Like, yeah, it just was. So I, I think that, you know, there are some pieces like these are, it's a power five team coming to town. It is a 10 AM start for them. So, you know, it's being central time, all that fun stuff. That is like the yeah. weirdest thing. I cannot wait to tailgate for it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm super stoked about this weird start. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, but I think that it's, I think that it's enough. I'm with you. I think Virginia brings back so much experience um, that I, I just, in the way that the, you know, offensive line did not do much to protect um, for Illinois. I just think that um, Virginia has a really good chance of getting a nice, comfortable win here. Makes sense. All right. So the next one is a big one. September 18th night game in Chapel Hill. Uh, the South's oldest rivalry. So we're all familiar with uh, the North Carolina Virginia matchup. The who's won last year. It would be an upset again, for sure. Uh, at least in the minds of the national media, UNC is looked at as a, a top 10 team, uh, which, you know, Sam Howell's a good player. They've re- recruited well. I'll believe top 10 team when I see him win games like a top 10 team. Um, and tomorrow they've got that uh, game in Blacksburg. So that's a, that's a tricky one. Yeah. You think, you know, uh, maybe, maybe it sort of depends on what they do in Blacksburg, right? You can't lose to both Commonwealth teams if you want to be hu- a top 10 yeah. coastal. So that's a huge thing actually for them is like they have in the first three games, they have mm-hmm. two Un, like really impactful coastal games right out the gate against look if i'm picking coastal teams that i'd want to face super early i don't know i go back and forth actually but those are ones that you generally would have like a good a, their baseline would be especially under mendenhall virginia especially a team that hasn't you haven't beaten in four years you don't necessarily want to face them super early while you're mm-hmm. still figuring out your kinks like all that sort of stuff and so then there's the you know, same thing with Virginia Tech. Like, if I were like Mac Brown, I'd be like, can we like have Duke? Like, just a real quick like Duke or Georgia Tech game, maybe. <laughs> um, but I think, but I that's why I'm I kind of I picked Virginia. I'm sticking with it for the our preseason picks, whatever on the site. Um, and my biggest rationale is mostly like, well, you want me to not pick Virginia, Carolina? Got to win one. So. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my, that's like the big, they've, they've just always been really fun games. And I think that both of these teams will have two of the top offenses in the coastal this season. Um, I think Virginia is actually is going to score a lot of points, you guys. Um, so right. now it's a matter of what deep, which, which defense wants to step up the most. Sounds about right. Uh, Zach, what are you feeling? You know, I, I love that. I would love to subscribe to the, you know, I'll pick them when they beat us. I really <laughs> like UNC's like their secondary just in comparison to us um, a little bit and sort of the experience that they have back there. Obviously they lost some firepower on offense uh, around Howell, but um, you know, I think that, that they sort of have the defense. I think the fact that it's in Chapel Hill um, you know, they obviously they're just going to have the energy there and, and uh, also that they're going to, you know, assuming that they look good against tech um, they're going to be a little bit more battle tested than we are at that point. Um, Illinois is Illinois, but you know, this is obviously going to be a pretty big game. And um, mm-hmm. I just like UNC early in the season, just to pick with the talent they've got. Um, I also don't know if I trust us to start three and um or four and Um So I, I'll yeah. stick with UNC with um, 
while appreciating Caroline's optimism. <laughs> well, you know, it's a road opener for the Who's. Um, I, I do think, like I said, it, a lot could depend on not how does Carolina look necessarily, but just what the result is uh, in Blacksburg. I think if if the heels roll in Blacksburg, because let's face it, Virginia Tech, while they can beat anybody in Blacksburg, is not going to be that good of a team this year. I just don't see how they're going to keep up with the scoring needed to beat a team like Carolina. Yeah. Now, and honestly, the home field don't come in. Yeah, exactly. Hasn't I mean, even been like that dramatic. Like people talk, people talk about it. Like UNC you know, is going to oh, be Sandman, just like, as hype as yeah. the Carolina players. Like they're not going to be, or as the Virginia tech players, they're not going to yeah. be intimidated. I think Carolina will roll Friday night. If they don't, which they, I'm not putting money <laughs> on it. That's for sure. I could see that going all kinds of ways, but if they don't, if they get embarrassed in Blacksburg, which any loss, I think they would be very embarrassed by because of the hype of that team. You know, sometimes teams fall apart. I don't think this is one, especially with the leadership and talent they have at quarterback. So I think, honestly, the heels slipping up at Blacksburg would be major bad news for Virginia fans. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not that I root for Virginia Tech to ever win a game anyway, Mm -hmm. but top 10 team. Top 10 UNC team losing to start out the season. That's pretty funny. It's sort of win-win it is for, funny. for me yeah. in that game. It, I, I think for Virginia football's sake, uh, we want the heels to win uh, so that they can slip up against us. I think no. that's a more likely See, I take story. It a different way. If they slip up there, it just opens the door more for winning the Coastal. Like, yeah true that's that's how i because i think there are more chance i still think that even if and obviously it all depends how the game plays out like if carolina gets blown out it's a different story if it's a field goal ot whatever it is and it's like a close game and virginia tech is home like just ekes it out at home like that's a i think there are more teams in the coastal or on tech schedule that can beat virginia tech sure and that unc has a better chance of like racking up wins along the way if that makes sense yeah yeah it totally makes sense but i think i mean yeah i i get that argument i think what i'm worried about is not winning the coastal i like more just to beat carolina in that sense what what would i be rooting for you're saying it's like when duke loses a stupid game and virginia has them next (laughs) right right in basketball "Hmm." yeah yeah. great so anyhow i i don't think carolina is gonna lose i think even if it is a last second field goal for the Hokies to pull off the upset that's embarrassing for the heels like they they, they, you know all the hype is football school football school football school andre blive football school you know like (laughs) they if they blow that then they 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 are they they have screwed up majorly so anyway let i think that's what's going to happen and as such i think sam howell is going to be clicking enough even with those new players around him because you're right he lost those both those running backs uh at least the top two passing options those guys who you know kept scoring 50 yard touchdowns against uba last year amy brown and daz newsom right aren't there so you know they've been recruiting well i'm sure they've got plenty of people to to be faster than uh most of uva's players too so i i i've got to pick uh carolina to break this little streak um for now and uh we'll see uva's defense holds together like we hope they will then it, it could be close it could definitely be a uva win but for prediction wise i'll go carolina by a touchdown 
All right. So that leaves uh, two of us at two and one and Caroline at three and oh. Uh, so Caroline, we, we're going to keep the momentum with you and you get to pick um, a home game, another night game against Wake Forest a team that, as my memory serves, Virginia has never beaten. In the history of the sport. Oh. <laughs> um, this is a lovely Friday night game, too. Uh, um, super rando, which I love. Um, yeah, I think this is one. So I have them starting four now. I like to live dangerously. I like to, you know. Um, they start. I just, I, I think that Wake, and it's weird because Wake has done well. Uh, they do return, like Sam Hartman. Um, I'm really putting, and this might be silly, but I've been completely bought over by coach, coach and player speak from preseason stuff. I do think that the secondary is going to be dramatically improved. Uh, part of that is because they, they can't realistically get my parts. Here's. <laughs> no, I'm just going to record that clip. <laughs> here's his face um, when you said that. Just look here's the thing they've got healthier well of course joey blunt was in a boot today at practice so but that's what? almost <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's almost like you know he was having a gatorade is the same thing as saying he's in a boot like they, they yeah. hand out boots for everything so it's fine i'm not not too worried about it it's fine um i'm just saying one it couldn't get much worse right uh, well yeah um, and <laughs> And Virginia didn't have Virginia didn't have Brennan Armstrong last year when they played that game. That's very true. Um, so, and it was a game that he does legit, not play cornerback though. So. No, true. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at no, last no, year. I gotcha. In in the way that I'm looking at the players and the positions that they would like to have them in, look Devonte Cross primarily, um, and adding a guy. Like, I am intrigued about Anthony Johnson. Um, he has gotten rave reviews from the coaching staff, from the team, from his teammates, like granted, no one's going to be like, he sucks, but like just really complimentary speak about him and the way he plays. And um, I just think that having everybody healthy um, and have a few games under their belt at home in front of a raucous crowd, like, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm just feeling it. I just think, you know, Sam Hartman was good last year, not the best. Um, I'm excited to if see the what spread is Virginia by six. Are they going to cover that? Mm, yes. I think it's a touchdown. All right. All right. I think it's seven to 10 is where I don't think it's a blowout, but I think it's one that's like, it's probably one that will like do a lot of like clenching near this, near the end where you're like, Oh, they're, they're oh, Wake Forest is driving. The FSU game. All right. Yeah. Hopefully not that dramatic, but yeah, I just think it's one where I'm another like, flag yeah. on third down. All right, cool. <laughs> Flashbacks. Yeah. All right, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I'm also picking a win. I'd say probably closer to maybe a four point win. I mean, I'm not that I'm not that scared of Hartman. Their O line has struggled, um, and so I'm I'm not that terrified of their offense. Then I think that their defense is exploitable with the weapons we have and obviously the line that we have. So I mean. Yeah, I, I'm picking a win here. I, I don't think it's going to be like super comfortable, but as Caroline was sort of pointing to, like this should be one that, yeah, it might be a little bit nervous, but, uh, you know, we should be able to pull it out. Jelani uh, Woods, three touchdowns. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're spot on. Armstrong missed last year's game, um, and the Who's scored 23 points. Um, you know, so hopefully Wake's defense isn't something to to fear what should be a, a, an improved offense, even considering Brennan's offensive games last year. Right. Um, 
I, you know, the, like you already hit the reason to be concerned is their veteran quarterback who lit us up and they returned their entire offensive line, um, which is something Virginia does too, as well. So look to me for this game to be more of an answer of has Virginia's defensive line and pass rush depth in a real year where we're not right. without the COVID and, and some of those injuries, has that really coalesced into a strength uh, for the team because that's going to help that secondary who may be improved. Uh, but regardless, if it's, you know, if it's the same level of secondary, having an actual pass rush is going to help bail out some of that weakness too. So um, I think Virginia, you know, I'll take a Friday night home uh, Virginia team over Wake Forest nine times out of 10 for sure. I won't be surprised if Wake shows up and, and wins, but I wouldn't bet on it. So um, I'll go Virginia. I like that 4.5 point, uh, but it, it could be double digits. Yeah, like I said, it's because I don't believe in Wake's defense um, much. And, and so, you know, UVA could take advantage pretty easily there. So uh, maybe a harder one to pick for the next one in this run of ACC games. Uh, Miami at Miami. Seven o'clock, another night game. Primetime hoops. Let's Prime go. All right, Zach, why don't we start with you? We haven't started with you yet. So kick us off with uh, some Miami thoughts. Yeah, I mean, as I pull up our article, I see that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not confident of going down to Miami um, and pulling off the upset there. You know, I think that starting, what do I have, three and one so far, Um I just think Miami is too complete of a team. I think that they have um, a decent amount of experience. And then even though, even if our offense does start to click, I think Miami just has the right pieces um, that that they're going to be able to, you know, sort of overcome. I mean, they, uh, they I remember their offensive line struggled a bit last year, um, but they have a couple of, of, of strong receiving options. Um, and then defensively, I know they lost, um, well, I know that they're secondary strong and, you know, I just, I, I just, I don't know, they're, they're too solid in too many aspects of the game. Um, just not a lot of weaknesses that I, I kind of like Miami and, and well, like everybody kind of likes Miami. Um, but I, I like Miami and this one probably by touchdown, maybe more. I, I don't know what to do with them. Like, I just, I don't, so this was, this was tough one. This was a, oh, I picked them four and out to start. I probably shouldn't. Yeah throw throw a loss in there um it's the third straight year going to miami these games have felt super winnable even when you know they were against miami teams that had these expectations this is not the first time people are like miami's back they're back they've got and they've got talented <laughs> players they've got all these dudes like right. Derek king's a good quarterback like they've right. got pieces i i'm not i do not disagree with any of that i'm very like you got to show me something Miami before I trust you. Like I just don't trust you, but I just couldn't, this was the opposite of, okay, Carolina, like Virginia has had Carolina's right. number the past four seasons. Miami has had Virginia's number since London left <laughs> <laughs> because that was the only game that Mike London could win. Um, but I just, it's just, and I feel like since we all picked Miami, that it yeah, almost I was gonna say. Virginia yeah, win. Yeah, like yeah. Virginia's definitely winning that game now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin the picks, but yeah, when I pulled up the site just a second ago and I saw yeah. the, you, the, you, it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, I'm sticking with a loss, but I think it's going to be frustratingly close. Like, I think it's going to be like a four or five point game that 
like a drive down the street with the last you know minute and a half that falls short or something like that like just something that's yeah. very frustrating because i just it's... hate watching games where we go to miami i just yeah just they, yeah. yeah yeah i mean you know it's a thursday game too so it's um I, I don't know how to approach a Friday to Thursday turnaround <laughs> necessarily. I, you know, I think it bodes all for Miami. Um, I think they expect to be better than UNC and, and, you know, win that coastal title and you got to beat your, your coastal teams at home if you're going to yeah. do that. So um, not that they wouldn't be trying to win otherwise, but I think Miami's going to be able to, beat UVA at home again I think it, that could that is frustrating you know I think that's a program that has the name recognition um, of a elite program but we all know it's it's not <laughs> one of the elite programs nationally and I don't think that means that they're back but uh, you know they're not they're not bad either and they certainly got um, a squad that, that, that can uh, beat Virginia uh, because of that quarterback king so let me go with a pretty comfortable win for Miami, actually. Maybe, you know, it seems like one of those night games where things just aren't going to go right uh, for the Who's. So I think it'll be hard for them to keep up. Uh, after that, they've got 10 days and uh, continue on the road uh, to Louisville. Uh, it was another uh, sort of could go either way type of game, you know, for me. I think uh, we like uh, playing Louisville and things here at Streaking the Lawn. Um, <laughs> it tends to it's always, always you know, fun <laughs> to big always fan, be entertaining. Um, even uh, remembering some recent football matchups that were um, more of a, a a child slap fight than than like grown a football teams. But uh, both of these programs have have come a long way in the past couple of years. You know so. It's not that anymore. This is this is going to be a game against two decent to good to potentially excellent um, teams here. Louisville took a step back though in record. Uh, they went four and seven last season, and uh, you know they, they, that's after having a, a ACC Coach of the Year in in the first year for for Satterfield. So it's maybe more of a question mark where that program really is in in the line with the conference. Um, Virginia, I think we know where we are uh, in line with the conference. And so I, I picked the Hoos. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it maybe is a team that's mirroring Virginia's growth. We just under Hall are farther down the road. So mm-hmm. I like the, the Hoos to have a roster that can go on the road and win games against teams at their level. And I just picked them to lose. Uh, against Miami, who may might be admittedly a little above that level, but if I'm going to pick them to lose at UNC and at Miami, I think it fits in good uh, as a win here uh, in Kentucky. So I'm going Virginia by six, maybe more. Maybe Louisville's bad. Maybe maybe I'm all wrong. And Satterfield had a fluke and and, and doesn't have that program <laughs> where it needs to be. So regardless, Virginia wins. Uh, Caroline. This was just a gut pick for me where I was like, hmm. you know what they could do? Just go on the road and stink this one up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Those 10-day uh, layoffs are weird, you know? They're... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of their road games, I actually um, I like this one as one that is winnable. Um, I went back and forth on this game for a while. Um, but I just, it for me, just felt like a, it just felt like a chance to stumble a little bit there. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I really – I wish I had more for you than that, but it just – to me, it was like I look at both these teams. I was like, I think Virginia could win this, but I just feel, feel a weird vibe around this game. So, I chose Louisville. Um, but I think it'll be close. Um, but side story real quick about Anthony Johnson, who we finally got to talk to, who's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim Davis, who's the communications director for UVA, <laughs> jumped on – and for the last question was like – Anthony, you were on that team that got hurdled twice by Bryce Perkins. Like, what was that like, basically? And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, like, we saw it happen the first time. You're like, dang, that guy's good. And then he does it again. You're like, dang, man, this guy is something else. (laughs) And he's just really, really, like, like, hilarious about it. And he jokingly, he's smiling. He's like, well, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, right? (laughs) So it was a a nice, it was hilarious. And he seems like a good kid. So, yeah, he'll have a little... Yeah, he'll have a hey shocker. Seems like a good kid, Pierce. Hey, uh, real nice guy. That's He's good. Nice. Good to hear. Better than the alternatives. True. <laughs> but you're picking the loss for the nice guys and a, yeah. a win for the bad guys. I'm the worst. All right, Zach. How are you yeah, feeling? this this game's just too iffy to me. I don't know. If it was in the Yum Center, maybe I'd think differently. <laughs> but like, It'd be a weird football game. Yeah. <laughs> If we could like expand the Yum Center to put a football field, anyway. Um, no, but yeah, I think I'm with Caroline. It just feels like it's a game where they're going to come off the 10 days. Um, they're just going to be in a sort of weird point and just drop one that they probably shouldn't. Um, and I think that Louisville has at least a couple of pieces that can make us pay. And you know, if our defense has an off day or is just bad, uh, then uh. Mm-hmm then we, you know, we could very easily stink this one up. And so I, I'm thinking a loss here. Okay. You pessimist, man. You just, <laughs> that's what people just, call me. You don't believe um, <laughs> in our wahoos and I do. All right. Just wait. Yeah, Buckle yeah. up. The, ne- <laughs> the next game. Oh, is Duke here for homecomings presented by, but oh, wait, we're not presenting them. So I'm not going to say uh, you can <laughs> Smithfield. Hey, oh, it'll wait, pay no, us. Um, <laughs> so we own Duke recently. Duke had a terrible season last year, uh, two and nine, and admittedly a weird COVID year. But nonetheless, it seems like the the wind is out of the Coach Cutcliffe sails of this Duke program um, competing uh, in the Coastal. I think you know if you talk to Duke fans. They're thinking it might be time uh, for some fresh leadership, just sort of insane considering where that program was before him. But, you know, yeah. the, the records speak for themselves and, and Virginia has had Duke's number for sure under uh, Coach Menonall. So, uh, Caroline, where do you see uh, this, this home game returning to Scott Stadium for the Blue Devils? How do you see yeah. it shaping up? Like uh... – like Virginia heading to Miami, Duke has to come to Charlottesville for the third straight season. And the last two have not gone great for them. And I think the third one's the same. Um, <laughs> this is just this game and the next one are two of the expected to be worst in the conference. Um, and I just, I don't know that this should be a game that Virginia wins probably by three touchdowns. Like if it's Ooh. at three, if it's at three touchdowns, I'm probably like, Probably maybe should have beaten them. Not impressed. Yeah, not yeah. I'm making them Michaela. Looking for more. Yeah. Um. I mean, again, as to reiterate to the listeners that will hold us to this for the next you know (laughs) nine months or whatever, six months. Um. 
we have not seen any of these teams play a single game. So uh, based on preseason predictions, this should be one that I think Virginia should be able to um, comfortably win, especially at home. All right. Zachary. Duke football stinks, beat us, and then I'll pick you. But I'm sorry. it's We're, we're winning this one. <laughs> All right. Short, yeah. but sweet. Short. No, I mean, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, this and the next one are sort of must wins if you gotta right. keep saying we're competing for the coastal um right. i know we're not expected to win the coastal but to at least be in that conversation below unc and miami i mean you, you gotta win these two against saying yeah. you know the bottom half of the uh, division is is worse step above obviously good teams get upset I don't think a good Virginia team is going to get upset by a bad Duke team, much more likely to get upset by the next team. Um, so I'll pick a big win for the who's. And now let's talk about that next team, Georgia tech coming to town, October 23rd, you know, Georgia tech is, is obviously very much rebuilding. Um, but you know, 33, 28 was uh, the last meeting against a rebuilding Georgia tech team. Uh, in 2019 so it's not like uh that was a blowout so we'll see yeah. i mean virginia's obviously got it's a uh, it's back and forth series recently with it but it's it's another it's another question where this program is going after that coaching change so um you know i i think it's it like we we're saying about louisville and like we we're saying about duke like if we're anticipating that uva is at a point as a program where the roster is is you know where you want it to be um the the game plan is there if they're healthy if they've if they've got it all in front of them in a good way there's no reason um that a third year jeff collins team should be able to come into scott stadium and win this game so i will pick those to win um but, you know, Caroline, like, I, I think we all picked the who's win, but it's not wrong to to see this as one that, like, could slip up, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you got you to gotta come right for this game, I think. Right. I mean, that's that's going to be the case for any game. There aren't, I don't think Virginia's quite at the position yet where maybe for William & Mary, maybe for where Duke is right now, where they could come and just kind of sleepwalk through a game. I don't think that right. they're anywhere. Like Clemson could come and sleepwalk through half the coastal. And like, right. that is what it is. Cause they're basically a team of professionals. <laughs> um, this is a game. Like it's just, yeah. It's trying to find their identity post coach Paul Johnson and the triple option and trying to figure out who they are and what they're doing and who the playmakers are and like, what's going to happen. And I just don't think that they are, the way that like where Bronco or where we expect a Bronco Mendenhall team to be in year five, uh, in year, whatever this is, um, I'm trying to remember now. I think it's six now, if you, well, whatever you want to count the COVID year, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's, that's where the confusion is. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> nailed it. Um, but just, you know, where we expect with the, like everything that we kind of, the people make fun of outside with the discipline and the, um, expertise and the, you know, the experience that Virginia has right now, like this is one where they should come out and be more sound and have, be able to make plays at home and, and win this game against a team that I don't think is to the same level, be, recent switches in their whole, whole scheme. And they have not had a full recruiting class. That's Collins players, like all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't think I will not make any, I don't have any sort of judgment on Collins as a hire where Georgia tech is going in their future. I just don't think that they're, 
that good this year because of some of those things. So I, I picked Virginia. Makes sense. Zach, where you at? I mean, I'm where you guys are. I mean, these the, the should be two wins. Um, Jeff Sims going into his second year, I believe, as a starter. Um, you know, he he could prove to be, you know, something of an issue. He looked decent last year um, from what I remember. And, but but th- this should be a win. This shouldn't be um, – we shouldn't have to think too much about this. Obviously, you know, as what Caroline says, this isn't a game that you can sleepwalk through. But, but these should be two wins uh, on the calendar. All right, let's hope so. And let's, uh, Zach, why why don't we get going with an interesting uh, next game on the schedule. It's an outer conference game against BYU at BYU. Obviously, we know this is a uh, homecoming of sorts for Coach Mendenhall. Um, It's it's hard to say where BYU is going now that their quarterback's on the Jets. You know, they're they're a great team last year. Uh, What do you think uh, the, the Hoos can bring to Provo? Yeah, you know, this is definitely an interesting game because like, you don't know, as you said, you don't know what to expect out of BYU considering what they lost, not just in Wilson. Um, I, I think if this was in Charlottesville, I would be comfortable, not comfortable, but I would pick the Who's because it's not, I'm going with BYU just because I think they have um, as a program, the infrastructure to be able to rebuild and at least have a not rebuild necessarily, but have a solid season um, even after Wilson's departure. And so um, I just think this is one that we're probably just going to drop on the road. It's not going to be necessarily pretty. It's not going to be a blowout um, probably within five points or so. Um, but but I, I don't see us pulling this one out. I don't see us winning three straight um, in this stretch. All right, Caroline, how are you feeling? I really wanted – I went back – this is another one I went back and forth on, and um, I, I did pick a loss here. But I can't necessarily like again more vibes. The vibes I'm getting from this one. Um, it's a game that you know Bronco when he got here did he didn't want it. He just like that's like I think this isn't a hostile return. Like this isn't uh, you know anything like that in the sense. But it's it's kind of like going to your old friends play. I don't know. Like it's a little just, awkward. Yeah, it's just a little awkward. You know, I think it'll be a nice. I think it'll be a warm welcome for him based on the you know my understanding of his departure and. Um, but it's a game that he didn't really want to play. And I'm not saying that that means like, he's not going to prepare the team and they're not going to be like, none of that. I would love, I would love and not in a spiteful sense, but I would love for him to go be able to go back and get like a comfortable win. And, but it's just, I just, it's just such a weird game to talk. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know. I picked a BYU, but looking at the team now, I'm kind of like, I don't know why I did because losing (laughs) Wilson, like he's really good. They they're going to have some really like tough nose, hard hitting defenders. Like we know that that's, their makeup and that's going to happen so i think it was kind of like will the offense be able to travel enough to put up enough on this byu team and i think that was what put me over the edge to say a close loss all right yeah i think um you know close loss is probably where we're at um like we've said over and over i think virginia is a well-coached team and uh, i think they'll be able to you know, do what they want to do, not let the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's sort of our expectation for this team after a year of uh, actual practice. And again, that roster where where we're, you know, thinking the coaching staff wants to be, it's time to stop getting embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) in games and BYU is no Clemson. So um, I think Virginia can hang in this game, but I think going across the country, um, against a solid to maybe excellent BYU team, 
you know, it's easy to to pick a, a, a respectable loss here, but I won't be surprised if, if, if Armstrong and company pull it out, um, you know, it's, it almost reminds me of uh, that Boise road trip. Right. Like, I was just going to so. say that, like we all said the same types of like, this is going to be a tough, tough road trip to out West. And it's going to be this big, you know, like, and they just, yeah, I don't know. That was, I, they I beat the pants game. off they, Boise. Yeah. They, they the like pants off them. <laughs> up and um, down that blue field of theirs just <laughs> kurt benker dropping dimes on everybody unbelievable uh, game i think about that game a lot actually for being honest <laughs> those wide receivers i miss them all right um out. Them out for let's go with the, the irish after a bye week so the who's do get a, a pretty nice later bye week um after a road trip and then they get notre dame at home um, you know, we've played Notre Dame pretty well at home. Uh, the last time uh, Virginia was winning at the half with, with Bryce um, at the helm, but, you know, Virginia gave up enough points to, to make it not that close in the, in the second half. Uh, and obviously we all remember the uh, first uh, Notre Dame visit with the last second uh, 40 yard touchdown pass to, to, see a to, lot get, of to get the memes. Um, yeah. One Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, we've talked about that game at great length, but just sitting there in the stands telling Notre Dame fans, you don't need to worry. <laughs> like, <laughs> guys, I know this is terrible right now. You're going to win. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this is a much different UVA team this is a good Notre Dame team. I mean, this is a team that expects uh, at this point to complete compete for the playoff um, every year. They did lose their, their last two games against Clemson and uh, Alabama pretty handedly. Virginia is no Clemson nor Alabama, of course. But, I mean, the who's at home coming off a of bye week, you know, this is one that I think um, cynical Notre Dame fans might be picking Virginia wins. You know, Do I those think exist? This is one. No, seriously. Are there yeah. any? No. no. I mean, seriously, the only Notre Dame fans I've ever interacted with are the ones that, like, they are going to win every game by 40 and they're the best team that's ever looked like live. like dead serious. Like, well, and I'm, gonna, I, I'm not even I, saying that. I in, know like, a, super... a handful that are, are rational. Don't worry. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, I, I'm not even that mad about it. I'm kind of like, how do you like, how many years of success does it take to get that attitude? Because yeah. like, even with basketball, like we're, how Virginia, like I never feel, I never feel kind of about any game ever. I never talk trash because it's terrifying. Because I just feel any single time, like anything could go wrong. To like, me, you're describing yeah. Michigan fans, except Notre Dame actually wins more <laughs> actual games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, take that, Paul. Um, okay, so <laughs> where, uh, you know, Caroline, I'm going to let you close this out. I'm going to let you close this out. I'm going to make Zach go first again. Okay. Uh, with the prediction okay. um, for the Irish coming to town. <laughs> There's just too much pain associated with Notre Dame coming to Charlottesville. I, I just, <laughs> I can't pick UVA in this game. I would love to be the optimist here, but I'm not. And yeah, I just think Notre Dame wins this probably a couple touchdowns. It'll be close in the first quarter, maybe in the second quarter. We'll all get excited. We'll all know that they're still going to lose. Um <laughs> And they'll <laughs> put on a good showing, but I just yes. I, I can't. I'm sorry. How is he already yes, so he knows. jaded? He, he, he is wasn't one even of us. The last he, knows. Time. <laughs> he knows so, yeah. what to expect. Yeah, I um, you know, I I I picked Notre Dame. Obviously, the money is going to be on Notre Dame. Um, I I see reasons for optimism. If if you know 
Virginia's healthy, you know, things are aligning good. Virginia could win this game. I picked Notre Dame mainly because I'm, I'm hedging all my <laughs> mojo hedging here. <laughs> for the end of the season. So no, same foreshadowing. So I picked, yeah. I picked going to lose Miami pick going to lose UNC <laughs> picked. We're not going to have fun against Notre Dame either. Um, we'll get You're saving it. We're sa- I, I can only muster so much optimism <laughs> about football, even though I don't think we're bad anymore. I know I've freaked for a couple of years now. I'm not, I've not thought this is a bad football program or bad football team, but I'm not there yet um, for, for the season long, 10 wins even though we've done it and i was wrong uh, you know not to be that optimistic as caroline was that year um i'm gonna i'm gonna pick uh, notre dame to figure a way to to win in charlottesville um but i don't i don't ex- expect a blowout so let's expect a painful last second loss how about that <laughs> let's, let's call that field goal though no no hail mary shenanigans no deep touchdown yeah just just a a, a painful last second score of some point um and notre dame wins but caroline where are you at with uh with this one i went rogue i uh so i picked a virginia win um and i think this is so i'm with you i don't think it's gonna be a blowout in my i don't know why but it's in my head like it's either gonna be close right. or virginia's gonna win and i'm here for this and i picked virginia because <laughs> i just looked at the last couple outings um and virginia held their own um in both games and this is just one that i think notre dame could be super confident coming into like you said there's a bye week there's you know i think it was some ridiculous number of teams that actually get bye weeks before they have to play notre dame which is funny to me but um <laughs> and i just like Again, I pick this a lot on vibes. I'm just getting good vibes from this game. I just am feeling it. I'm like, you know what? Right. Big game coming to town. I feel like Virginia's do one of these. And I, I realized that I did pick a top 10 upset on the road earlier <laughs> in this same season. But to me, that just, it's still not registering to me that Carolina's a top 10 team. I don't know. Just to me, I'm like, I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I just think, you know, Notre Dame is going to have to bring, you know, Ian Book's not there. Um, they're going to bring in some new pieces and screw it why not let's go go. let's go it's a very nothing to lose for virginia game and those games under mendenhall with these guys returning i think give me just kind of this like wacky like woo, let's go yeah well another really i mean this these are huge games to close out the year and we're not at the finale yet because we've got a tough stretch at pit um you know it's such classic virginia to have this backloaded schedule you know (laughs) at byu is sort of the easiest game like woof um at pit is is no no easy game to predict uh, because, uh, you know, I think Virginia hangs with them uh, often, but I, it's hard to see a, a victory here. Um, you know, Pitt's a, a weird, t- it's always like the hardest team to pick. You know, I know it's the crazy coastal. We're all hard to pick, but you know, UVA is four and eight against uh, Pitt all time. And you know, that includes a, a long ago bowl win against Larry Fitzgerald. So, you know, it's, then again, Pitt's picked to finish fourth in the Coastal this year. Now, Virginia's picked to finish fifth, and I don't think we feel that they're that poor of a squad. So so who knows where we are with the media. But I'm, I'm picking a road loss because I just think Pitt, Pitt is, is, is quality, and Pitt will probably win, but a close game. So, um, this, Caroline, oh where are you at? Yeah, you the number next. of games that I – like flip-flopped on 
where I was like, well, maybe, well, like I did the kombucha like meme. She's like, well, no, well, um, because I just think that like, because you're right, this Pitt, Virginia, and Virginia Tech are all in this little group that everyone doesn't really know what the heck's going on with. So like, this is again, you know, they won at Pitt the last time they played, and they opened the season with a win at Pitt, thirty to fourteen, I think it was, if I read Tiki's preview correctly the last whatever four days ago when i did it mm-hmm. um and so this is you know the thing that pitt also brings back is they also have a lot of like kenny pickett is back for his 16th year of <laughs> right. college of starting for mm-hmm. the you know pitt panther so um this was solely a road game decision right. um i think mm-hmm. if they play this pit team in charlottesville i'd, I'd pick probably a seven tenths maybe seven point i don't know you pick point a pick win. of pickets pits <laughs> panthers to I'd pick pick pickets, a, pick pocketed picks by to nick grant kick by a, nick. <laughs> to kick a bit um so i just I, I just don't trust pit they're another one that i'm like who knows um but because of i wasn't going to pick them to win every game right so i just i had to find some um, I thought about it. <laughs> Twelve and look, 0? because because Clemson's not on the schedule. Yeah, I really yeah, yeah. truly think that every single there is at least a ten percent chance oh, that no. they win it, every single game. I'll give them ten percent against Notre well, Dame. Well, the Notre Dame, I think 10%. they have a ten percent or better okay. chance to win that game, but to run the table. No, no, whoa. not to run the table. Okay. Individual, not cumulative. <laughs> I, yeah, but yeah, each each game, I think that they have at least a ten percent. Oh, chance for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. So agree. this is where uh, I'm like, yeah. each game I could talk myself into why I right. liked Virginia in that game. Well, that's what um, we're so doing. So this here. was like, yeah, this I had to talk <laughs> myself out of whatever they'd be at like eleven and zero right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with yeah. I, I picked Pitt in a whoa. probably. I think a close one. The beacon of optimism um, on this episode (laughs) has been passed around because now it's Zach's turn to be uh, optimistic. I mean, you know, you look at this game and our predictions on the blog were split in half. Like this, this might be one of the bigger toss ups. So, Zach, why'd you go uh, with the Who's? You know, this was partially just looking at my previous picks. Before this game, I didn't have them winning on the road, and I picked them to lose a good number Mm -hmm. of games that I could have picked them to win. I just think that they're going to pick up a little bit of steam at the end of the year, that um, they're going to at least not be dreadful against Notre Dame, that they're going to have some morale leading towards the end of the season. You know, Pickett is good. Pitt isn't that far um on the road and and so i I, i'd like them to pick up a little upset it's not it's going to be probably by a field goal um which Mm -hmm. but um you know i i i think i see them pulling off the upset here you know i I feel like i've been pretty pessimistic and so i'm I'm liking them just to to pick things up at at the end of the year and maybe you know get a couple of um good wins against the little middle of the pack uh, coastal group all right all right that brings us to the commonwealth clash presented by smithfield uh senior day at home the who's won the last one at home as we all remember um you know i think that's it's it's a real it's always important obviously it but it's a real critical game for the who's to win to show the state and the talk and the media and uh, you know recruit like that it's just a normal ass rivalry <laughs> and, and like they could have won last year so what an ugly game you know they, they weren't like 
handled by the better team, but Virginia Tech made some plays in last year's game in Blacksburg. You know, so Virginia was not like ripping, you know, it wasn't ripped away from the who's like Virginia Tech beat them right. and and had the highlight plays to, to do it. So Virginia as a program, I think, is there with with the Hokies. I think you would ask the Hokie fans and they all hate Fuente. Exactly. Um, they all think he can't recruit. Well, I mean, the recruiting hasn't hasn't been any worse than Virginia's. And I don't think Virginia's has been bad necessarily. I do think Bronco and his staff have, have much like the basketball team figured out what type of guy they like to bring in regardless of, of star ranking and, and know how to build a roster. Well, so, you know, maybe, maybe we see that as a, a a difference between the two, the two depth charts, but the Hokies are not without talent. You know, they've got the ghosts (laughs) on their side, so to speak. And I think this is a game where Bronco establishes that we have reason to believe in him further as a builder of a program here of a person, you know, a, a, a football program that, that is capable of establishing itself as someone, as a team that, that should be competing for the coastal title. I don't think they're going to compete for the coastal title this year because UNC and Miami are going to be very strong, but I think they really solidify themselves uh, where they want to be as a program by closing the regular season out with a win. I'm going to regret this. I know, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm picking Virginia to win by 12. Like I, I, I just, I don't see it from the Hokies this year. If Virginia loses by 25, I won't be surprised, but <laughs> you know, tires. Uh, it's just like, I mean, you know, it, it'll be just what, what else is new. We were supposed to be decent and then we weren't. So uh, I don't expect that though. I, th- I think we, we like the offense. We like the defense enough. Um, we like parts of the defense a whole lot. Right. And, and it's so who's at home, take care of business, like make, make it known that um, this is where the, the, the program is headed and and is has reached where it's headed maybe not you know obviously maybe we want bigger and better things but as far as setting a goal for what coming in and making the uva football program into a team to take seriously would look like this is a game that that should solidify that so that's what that's where i think it's going to be so um zach why, why don't you go next we'll close with darns's thoughts on it yeah i mean i think you know looking back to two years ago like that was like Bryce had other moments you know like Bryce I've FSU other moments mm-hmm. but like that is the defining moment in in you know Bryce Perkins at UVA and I think that similarly I think this is going to be Brennan stepping up onto the biggest stage and I think that at home um I just sort of in echoing you I like where our program is at just a little bit more than them um, I think we, our fan base has more confidence in Bronco than theirs does in Fuente. And I think that while that might be a little arbitrary, it also mm-hmm. is means something, right? Like, like we, we believe in Bronco, um, not, you know, sort of blind blindly, but, um, but I, I like us in this game. I, I, I don't think it's 12 points. I think it's, it's going to be fluky. It's probably going to be <laughs> by a touchdown or so. There's not going to be, it's not going to be fun, um, until the last whistle, but, um, I think we pull out the win. I think we end with two straight wins against Pitt and Virginia Tech, which is a little bit ambitious for my pessimistic mind um, (laughs) to handle. But 
I like our chances against uh, Tech, and I, and I think we're going to pull it out at home. And it would be great to get the, the first Tech win, my first uh, semester and first home game um, here. Hey, we so got I, that, didn't we, Pierce? That yeah, happened. our first year, <laughs> they did win. <laughs> Shout out Matt Schaub. And Keith Miller. I remember <laughs> him. Illustrious, yeah. <laughs> illustrious NFL careers. Um, I so I Texans. pick Virginia every time for this. This time I mean it. So that's exciting. Um, <laughs> that's no, the real I, streak. Is Caroline <laughs> picks us to be Virginia Tech? Fifteen years in a row. Bring myself. ESPN brings up the stat. Yeah. I can't. Um, the real, the real important stat is whether or not I can convince my sister to come because she's been to two games in the last sixteen years, and I'll let you pick which ones those two are. Wow. Oh, that's responsibility. Um, right. You got to make that um, happen. Yeah. So she had fun last time. <laughs> but the problem is anytime she goes to anything, it is close and extremely tense. Mm. So it just be prepared for that. If she, if I do get her to All right. um, come in for that, because yeah, it's, she wins at the, I think the last lacrosse game she went to was the seven overtime game. So if it gives you any sort of, Oh yeah. On her, her good yeah. luck a personal win. favorite oh, attendee yeah. game of mine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we beat so, Maryland. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I agree with everything you guys said. I just think that, you know, <sighs> Yeah, I just mm. I, I don't know. I, didn't buy them. I again, I don't know. You know, just going to media day a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it is now. Like a lot of people were like pretty high in Virginia Tech. I don't know that I see it right away. So I, and that could be some bias. That could be some. I just don't like not much that they did. They peaked at the right time, and Virginia was struggling with injuries and. Yeah they're like Virginia limped to the finish line last year. And I think right. that, you know, we talked about the emotional toll and mental toll of COVID and then you had actual physical industry injuries. And um, so hopefully this is a, you know, healthy, safe season, but I just think that home again, they have people on the team that know that feeling of winning at home in front of the crowd, like, and it's not on the Friday, right. It's a Saturday this year. Yep. Yep. So that's nice yeah um, that's i don't know maybe nice. maybe we want another friday noon game after thanksgiving um but yeah so i just think you know close it out with a win and um and i think they got a nice little season out of them this year i do <laughs> eight and four <laughs> but don't don't be surprised <laughs> how would i feel if they do knock off unc knock off notre dame and then lose like a close one to virginia tech and i'd be like well, i want to be so excited but uh, like would imagine, you oh well, what what would you pick if if you got to choose between uh, what would that <laughs> don't a, ask me that a seven tech, and five tech, a seven tech. and five beating tech or oh yeah that, uh, I don't care what the rest of it is okay seven and five beating tech yeah versus a six eleven and, and oh yeah a six and six <laughs> no wait it's a, no oh, or sorry how about a six win but you beat tech or a seven win season and you don't beat tech but you do beat Notre Dame and UNC six. Yeah, beating because okay. I think we're all I, I think on the same page. Right. The point that you made, and I hadn't thought about this until you just said it, but the point you made about this one being really important in establishing that it's not that yes. 2019 wasn't just some one off, right? Uh, and I understand that that's also a lot of pressure to put onto like two games in a three game window with one being COVID. Like, I understand that, but yeah, I think winning this one again, like, would be a big deal just to show that this wasn't like it's not going to be 15 more years. Right. <laughs> it can't be. Not again. Please, for the just, love of God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, to want to run. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's going to, you know, again. I mean, obviously we're, we're picking this months in advance and there's a lot of things that can go right and wrong for both these teams. 
but you keep coming back to this is a real interesting make or break type of thing down in Blacksburg. And I think it's, it's make or break for Bronco, not in a, that that his jobs on the line, but like I've reiterated, it's, it's, it's establishing this as here's the program is built. And now we are going to grow the program to even greater heights. And uh, it's that type of season if if you're if you're going to be successful for Virginia football. And so yeah, I already gave my spiel. That let's let's get it with this game and and do do this game as a microcosm of the entire season. And um, I would have us at seven and five that way. Um, Zach, you have them seven and five, and Caroline eight and four. You know, it's not like seven and five is the ultimate goal for Virginia football, but I think in the way that this. Uh, schedule shakes out and coming off a of COVID year, I think if it included a, a win over the Hokies, we would all be pretty delighted with yeah. the also, a seven I'm, and five. I'm laughing at my eight and four with wins over Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, and <laughs> well, sure. I mean, the last time you went bonkers with season predictions, it worked. So, yeah, you know, I did. It, my mom put that one on the fridge over the course of the season. She called me like, you're doing pretty well on this season. Prediction <laughs> this thing. is I mean, it just illustrates this is not an easy schedule. So no, they got to win the William and Mary and Illinois games. So let's yeah. get it going with a good start. Yeah. They this could weekend. have three top 10 games right. over the course of the season. So um, top 15 easily. But We'll see how we do. Thanks uh, to Caroline and Zach for joining me. Thank you all uh, out there listening. Uh, let us know uh, your thoughts if, uh, if you got some comments. But we do have one final prize for the people who have listened to the end. This is something I didn't announce at the beginning. So congratulations. You might not have a lot of competition, uh, but you know our Streak in the Lawn t-shirts. Here's our prize. is, is a Breaking Tea is uh, the company that makes those. We will give you a uh, streaking along t-shirt. If you communicate to us, you could tweet at uh, SCL UVA. You could tweet at me at Pierce RX. You could tweet at Caroline or Zach. Um, just compile. We're going to compile them predictions for the William and Mary game score, predict the score, William and Mary game, get us that tweet or that comment on the blog post, however you want to do it. And whoever's closest, uh, we'll send you one of our shirts. You get to pick the shirt too. So um, thank you for listening. And thank you for listening till the very end, because now you know that there's a contest. So uh, until next week, for everybody at the blog, uh, send us your score predictions on the Twitter, folks. And I'll talk to you then. Go who's. <laughs>